You're listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast with Dr. Cameron Marshall. Ask Concussion Doc is a show where we answer your questions about concussions, treatment, and rehabilitation to help practitioners better manage these injuries. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of Ask Concussion Doc. Uh, This episode is going to discuss dizziness and vertigo following concussion. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the differences between the two and what the potential causes are and what the treatments are uh, for these conditions following concussion. Now, this is obviously one of the most prevalent symptoms that people experience following concussion, um, particularly in the post-concussion syndrome category. So patients that have had symptoms for a long period of time oftentimes will describe dizziness uh, and or vertigo as one of those uh, particular symptoms. So first off, what is dizziness? Dizziness is the sensation that you are unsteady, off balance, um, etc. Sometimes people will describe lightheadedness as being dizziness. Uh, this is generally due to low blood pressure or changes in blood pressure when you stand up too quickly. Um, this can be affected due to kind of the blood flow issues and the cardiovascular heart rate variability stuff that happens um, with concussion injury. Oftentimes the treatment for this is to um, improve blood pressure and also improve the response rate of cerebrovasculature uh, by affecting the auto nervous system through exercise. Uh, We've talked about exercise as a therapy in previous episodes and this is just one more potential benefit of having a proper exercise protocol uh, following concussion injuries. Um, So that's that's one kind of element. Vertigo is when the world around you starts to spin and there's some various things that will help you to arrive at your diagnosis. The first one is to determine whether or not that vertigo is only related to certain positions. Also, if it's related to certain positions, does it go away over time or does it continue to stay there? Um, is there a lessening or a dampening of the dizziness over you know, a period of 30 seconds to a minute? Uh, that will indicate you know, kind of what the treatment protocols would be. Um, there's also more continuous vertigo where the patient will experience vertigo no matter what position they're in. These ones are a little bit more serious and you have to try and rule out uh, some of the really serious stuff right away. So a very good clinician will be able to tell the difference between a serious form of vertigo and a non-serious form of vertigo and what the treatment approaches for each would be. Um, and so let's let's get into various types of vertigo. So the first type I'm going to talk about is called BPBV, which is benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. And it's benign, so that's good news. It seems very scary to a patient that has it because they'll, you know, they'll lie down on their back and all of a sudden the room will start to spin around them uh, and they'll feel extreme dizziness vertigo uh, for a period of about 30 seconds. Oftentimes the patients will, out of fear, pull themselves out of that position before they allow that 
dampening effect to occur. And now what causes BPV? Well, there's these little crystals inside your ears, um, in the vestibular apparatus within your ears, and that's you have these semicircular canals um, in each side, and there's fluid in there that when you rotate, it stimulates hair cells to tell your brain where you're moving. So if I'm moving to the right or the left or looking up or down, that fluid will stimulate the hair cells to let my brain know where I am in space. What happens or what can happen following concussion or it can just happen out of the blue for no particular reason is you have little little crystals that are in one of the components of your inner ear that will be dislodged. And when those crystals get dislodged into those semicircular canals, if you go into a certain position, mostly it's, it's lying down right on your back or laying on one side or the other, it will rest, the crystal will come to rest on a hair cell and that will give you the sensation that you are continuously spinning. So normally the fluid just brushes by these hair cells and makes you feel like you're spinning for a period of time, like a very, as it's happening. But if the crystal comes to rest on these hair cells, it'll give you the sensation that you are still spinning and then the room will start to spin around you. Some patients will become nauseous and sick, but that actually will diminish over the next 30 seconds. And if you change positions, well, the crystal will move again. It'll start stimulating that hair cell and then it will tire it out and it'll fatigue it and all of a sudden you'll start to feel less dizzy again. So this, this is actually quite easy to treat if you find a therapist that is kind of has training in vestibular therapy they can easily treat this um, you know in a matter of minutes by just putting you through um, a technique called the Epley's repositioning maneuver there's also the barbecue roll depending on which canal the the crystal is in um, it's quite easy to treat the other things you have to be concerned about when you have um, vertigo and it's particularly when it's not related to the position you're in so if you have vertigo that only comes on in certain positions this is an easy thing to fix. Find a vestibular therapist, get to them right away. Uh, they can easily help you out with this. The other ones, if it's more continuous, you have to be concerned with uh, vestibular neuritis, which is inflammation of the vestibular nerve, which also can look a lot like labyrinthitis, which is basically vestibular neuritis with a hearing component to it because it affects both parts of the vestibular cochlear nerve. Um, the one that you have to be concerned with here, though, is also a stroke. So cerebellar stroke can cause continuous vertigo, even in an upright position. Um, that is just constantly continuous and you'll get basically nystagmus um, that is um, triggered by just basic eye motion or just spontaneous nystagmus that can just occur uh, for no particular reason and you have this continuous vertigo state which is quite debilitating. Um, these can be kind of ruled in or out with uh, a simple clinical exam called the Hintz maneuver which will look at uh, tests of skew as well as head impulses and depending on what, what the practitioner finds with these particular uh, tests can determine what the cause is, whether it's a more serious or a you know benign uh, disorder that you're currently experiencing. So the first thing with any of this stuff is find a trained healthcare practitioner. If this is following um, concussion, then you might want to find somebody with specific concussion training as well because they'll be able to figure out some of the other nuances that go along with this. So those are the causes. Those are the main causes of vertigo. So again, if it's positional, like it only happens when you're in a certain position, that is potentially BPPV, uh, easy to treat, 
can be done in a few minutes. If it's continuous, you're looking at vestibular neuritis or potentially cerebellar stroke. Um, so you have to go to somebody that's experienced in this to be able to rule in or out one of those two conditions. Um, I would suggest going right to the ER so that if it is a stroke, you're in the right place right from the get-go. Um, and then the other form, if it affects your hearing, could be labyrinthitis um, because it'll affect both parts of the vestibular cochlear nerve. If it doesn't affect your hearing, you're looking more at vestibular neuritis or potentially cerebellar stroke. Uh, go to the ER for those ones. Uh, BPV, you can just go to, go to your general physio or chiropractor that has vestibular training. They should be able to easily assist you with this. Now, when you're getting into dizziness, some of these things are a little bit more subtle. This is the sensation that you're off balance or you're not quite right with your environment. Um, and these are generally triggered by the visual system or they can be triggered by the neck and dysfunction in some of the proprioceptive inputs within the neck. So the visual system, you can have visual motion sensitivity, extremely common following concussion injury where patients feel okay but when they're in a crowded shopping environment and all the people moving around them or if they're walking up and down the aisles at the supermarkets and they're seeing all this stimulation coming from their peripheral visual fields they'll feel dizzy with that so that's a visual motion sensitivity riding in cars trains whatever mode of transportation the visual stimulation of things passing in the periphery can create this visual motion sensitivity so this could be a visual issue you all you also can have convergence excess where your eyes tend to cross early and so you're not seeing things at the right point you're getting a little bit of double vision that can make you feel off you can also have convergence insufficiency where your eyes are drifting outwards and not able to converge appropriately on a target again can cause a little bit of um, double vision and not able to really feel right with your environment. So those are generally seen and treated by a concussion therapist, somebody who specializes in concussion rehabilitation, or a vision therapist specifically, like an optometrist who specializes in neurooptometry and doing rehabilitation exercises for the ocular motor system, so how the eyes work together, but they can also do some visual exams to make sure it's not something wrong with the eyes or the visual fields themselves. Um, so they can be visual, and the other thing that we've also talked about in recent podcasts is the proprioceptive inputs from your neck. So all of this stuff, your entire vestibular system and how you feel in space, dizziness and vertigo is related to these three systems. So it's either something wrong with the vestibular apparatus itself or the nerve that connects to it, or it's something wrong with the cerebellum like a stroke, or it is the vision or the neck. These three systems all tie into the cerebellum itself. So all three systems have to be giving you the same information. If the information is the same, like when I turn my head to the right, for example, my eyes go to the right, my neck tells my brain that yes, we're turning right, the vestibular apparatus tells my brain also that yes, we're turning right, all three of those systems are congruent, they go through the cerebellum, and I feel okay. I'm able to coordinate that motion, I'm able to turn that direction, and I don't feel dizzy when I do that. Now, if my neck is tight in certain areas, the signals that are coming from the spindles and the Golgi tendon organs, which are located in the muscles and joints throughout your body, and have the highest density in your fingers and in your neck, so there's the most density of these receptors within your neck, 
if I turn like this and I have some tightness or I have some joint restrictions here or something where it's not moving quite right, the signals to my brain are going to be altered. And that actually, that alteration in signal is going to affect my eye motion and it may affect the signals that my ears are giving too, where when I turn, all of a sudden I feel, whoa, like I feel really off when I turn to the right or people will experience this when they're driving and they're shoulder checking in their car or again, they're at the supermarket. Is this a visual motion sensitivity or is this a neck issue? Because when I turn side to side to look at the shelves, I feel dizzy or when I see all the people around and I'm looking at all the people, I feel dizzy with that. So oftentimes it's very difficult to figure out is this a vision issue is this a cerebellar issue is this a, a vestibular issue is this a neck issue and you need somebody who knows all of them so this is why I recommend going to a concussion trained therapist specifically don't just go to a vestibular therapist go to a concussion trained therapist that's gonna look at all these different fields together and how they kind of tie into each other so that is it for dizziness and vertigo um, if you're a therapist that wants to learn how to tie these things in together, you can always check out our um, practitioner education certification course. It's a 35-hour online course that gives you all the tools that you need to effectively manage concussion patients. You can check that out at completeconcussions.com. For those of you looking for care, go to completeconcussions.com, find a trained therapist in your area, and they can help you out with any of these problems that you may have. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a review. Have questions about concussion management for future episodes? Submit them to our website, Facebook, or even Instagram. See you next time.